RadioInfluence.com. Hey guys, we're going to talk about some cheesy stuff today as I have Olivia from Cork and Board Tampa as my guest. How are you doing, Olivia? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day and all your charcuterie boards to join us. And um, so I have to say, you guys, I met Olivia for the first time a week ago. We did an event here in Tampa, and she creates the most beautiful charcuterie boards I think I've ever seen. And they're just they're just stunningly beautiful. <laughs> so tell me what was your inspiration and how you got started? Well, I, I started working for uh, PRP Wine Tampa um, in June of last year and started building up my client base and a lot of my clients wanted to pair their wines with food and specifically with cheese and meats and, you know, little accoutrements. And so I started making little charcuterie boards for them and it just became so popular that I recruited the help of my mother, who is now my business partner, and it just kind of bloomed from there and we decided to turn it into a business and I'm so glad we did because we have such amazing clients and I've been doing some really fun and awesome things. We had so much positive feedback from our event. Everyone was raving about your charcuterie boards. And I have to say, I mean, you just, you do such a beautiful job. And do you have any sort of inspiration for how you do it? I love the salami roses. Those are my favorite. I could eat those all day. (laughs) I actually wish I had one right now. (laughs) (laughs) They're so cute. Um, I think for the most part, I just, I, you know, in terms of inspiration, I kind of think about just creating something that is every little bit of it is edible and you can really, it's really well thought through um, with each thing that's on there. Um, It's kind of like a sort of mindful eating thing. Um, And then there's, you know, no waste. So you could eat everything on it. Um, It's all beautiful. Every, every uh, little cheese and meat has its place um, on the board. And then something that we do that I find really interesting. I noticed just me kind of naturally doing it. And then I realized it's sort of our signature is that we we do a sweet and a savory side. So so we typically will separate the board with like bread or some sort of accoutrement. And the left side will typically be our sweet side with most of the cheeses and the jam and truffles and, you know, everything that you can think of. And then on the right side, we have our savory side. So we've featured like bacon jam and like homemade mustards and all sorts of meats. So, so yeah, I think, um, I I just think that's even really awesome. Now, do you have certain brands that you really like to work with as far as meats and cheeses? I know it's probably, that's a hard question because there's so many incredible brands out there. (laughs) Whenever I go shopping, I'm always torn. I'm like, do I get this or that? But I always go towards, you know, certain ones that I've always used in the past. Yeah. Um, well, we try to stay local for a lot of our things. You know, we we try to incorporate as many um, people around us as we can into our boards. Uh, we've been using some heirloom jam stings. Um, we've been doing tip-top canning, um, different mustards and the bourbon bacon jam that he makes. And the Heights Meat Market has some really awesome cured meats that we've been just absolutely in love with. Uh, our cheeses we get all over the place. It just kind of depends. Um, we really like super eclectic, delicate cheeses, so different infused ones, um, different like aged cheddars, especially ones that are like aged with whiskey or aged with wine or um, done in like type of barrel sort of things because that 
that just kind of ties everything together, you know, the wine and the cheese and, and everything. So. Oh, absolutely. One of my favorite cheese companies, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, is Beehive Cheese out of Utah. Ooh, no, I haven't. Oh, they're, they're so amazing. So years ago, I was at a wine bar in Tampa. I'm sure you've heard of Crew Cellars. And I know they're expanding. They're opening up so many things this upcoming year. But I was there with some friends. This was like, God, I'm dating myself. I think it was 2010. It's been a while. It's been about 11 years. And they had a cheese that was called Barely Buzzed. And I just, I remember seeing the name and it just really intrigued me. So I tried it. And so they take their cheese and they rub it in espresso and lavender. And it's just... Oh, it's such an incredible combination. And I had the privilege of actually going to visit them in Utah where they're based out of. And I just love their cheese selection. You can find their cheeses at Whole Foods and Mazzaro's and St. Pete, just, you know, a lot of different places in Tampa. So they're, they're one of my go-tos. I wish I could buy them at Publix. Otherwise, <laughs> if I, yeah. if I could, I think oh I would go broke. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yeah, that, that is such an interesting one. I'll have to look that. I would love to feature that on the board. Oh, you would love it. They have um, probably seven or eight different types of cheeses and just very, I mean, I haven't been actually to their place since 2018. Very small, but just an incredible family that runs it. Very nice people. They were so kind when I came there. They were like, you came from Tampa to visit us? And I had a good time. I I spent a lot of money that day and just got to learn all about their (laughs) cheese making and everything. So it was fun. Oh, that's so awesome. Wow. Absolutely. But yeah, so when it comes to preparing a charcuterie board, so one thing, like whenever I have an event, that's one thing I go to. And I usually will just go, Trader Joe's is probably my go-to because I feel like when you go there, you can really select a nice amount of items and not really break the bank, so to speak. Do you have any tips for someone who's doing an event and they don't really know how to pair cheese and wine and they just want to put something together to look nice for, for a group setting? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Trader Joe's is a great, um, it's a great resource to use. Um, Aldi is a fantastic place to to go to get some of your um, really non-breaking the bank cheeses and meats and just really good quality um, products there. And I would say for, you know, if, it, if it's your first time putting together a board or especially if you're going to do pairings, I would say try to stick to the safe side and then spruce it up with your accoutrements. So try to pick like a really good staple aged cheddar and a really nice soft cheese. So you have one of each because they're going to be versatile in terms of pairings. And then I like to stick to two staples, which is salami and a Genoa salami or any like really nice sculptured salami is great. Uh, and a prosciutto. Those two are fantastic. Again, very versatile pairing wise. And the accoutrements is where you can really spruce it up. You know, like we like to add uh, local macarons. We like to do European truffles. We do all sorts of just really funky things. And in terms of placement, you know, just try to, I like to keep, I like everything touching each other on the charcuterie. You know, I, I think that's kind of what, what it's all about at this point, just putting everything together. And um, there's definitely a method to the madness, but definitely having some of that madness there is, is worth it and makes a really beautiful board. So. Absolutely. And of course, you know so much more about wine than I probably do. But for someone who's just beginning and like, let's say they're having a little Kentucky Derby party and they want to have some wine instead of mint juleps, (laughs) what would you recommend (laughs) for them to try to start out to 
put something together on the fly that won't really be super expensive, but will be impressive? Yeah, I would I would recommend just going with um, a staple white and a red. Pinot Noir is a great option, or if you can find a Beaujolais, uh, which would be a Gamay grape from France also, that's a great pairing with, with charcuterie. Um, another one in terms of the whites would be either Sauvignon Blanc, and you can go like a white Bordeaux, which is relatively easy to find, or New Zealand, um, which would be Marlboro. Um, so those Sauvignon Blancs are really fantastic. And that's another one that's very good pairing with charcuterie. And it's also very palatable. So both of those grapes in particular are easy to drink for people who, you know, are want to entertain and, you know, don't maybe don't know what their guests may like. So so yeah, those are those are my choices. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to also share how um, the first time, I mean, I was following you on social media before my account got disabled, but then I followed you on my new one for now. But I, I have to say, I was always, um, Christina from PRP Wines in Tampa is the one that introduced me to you. And I was just, I don't know, there's something about your Instagram that just, it's different. It stands out because there are so many people doing charcuterie boards and I really like your style. Um, I also got to meet your mother. She's a beautiful woman. Awesome. <laughs> But what was your guys's kind of, we chatted about this earlier, just your inspiration for being a little bit different on social media? I think we just wanted to be, you know, extremely genuine and, and something and, and sort of in a way that would maybe stand out because so many charcuterie places will just post so many pictures of their boards and they're all gorgeous, but it's just kind of a sea of all the same looking things. So in terms of our social media, which we're still... <laughs> We're still uh, working on for sure. Um, we're just trying to do something a little different. We're trying to, you know, post those behind the scene action shots and try to post pictures of of just things that aren't necessarily always our boards, you know, definitely highlight those. But we want to show how versatile we can be and we want to show that uh, the people behind the boards too. So, Well, you got, you have all done a really good job with that and, for those of you that are listening, please give them a follow at Cork and Board Tampa. They do amazing work. And even if you don't live in the Tampa Bay area, you can still follow them for inspiration. I have to say, when you brought those boards over for our event last week, I was like, okay, next time I do a party, I know what I'm going to do. You really, really inspired me. <laughs> even though, as we talked before, someone else decided to eat my charcuterie board. I got to look at it for a brief second. <laughs> I'm like, I have to order another one, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, we're it'll... also working on a plan to start shipping nationwide. Um, so stay tuned for that, too. <laughs> Absolutely. And we also chatted a little bit today about, I don't know if we can talk about this, about a upcoming food truck. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So we are, we're in the process of you know, all of the paperwork that is involved with that and all the inspecting that's involved with that. Um, but yeah, we are, I think going to be the first charcuterie food truck trailer in, um, Tampa or maybe even in Florida. I haven't seen any. So, so woo. <laughs> I think, I, I think it's a fantastic idea. And you, you and your mother really are onto something. I have to say, I love your partnership and how you guys are just bringing your creativity to everybody and, it's just, it's very inspiring. I love seeing a mother and daughter team work together. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, you are so it's welcome. Awesome. So She's one, my best friend. I love that. I think that's, that's, that's amazing. 
So I do have to ask a little bit just because we are talking about food. So you lived in Nashville for quite an amount of time, and that's actually one of my dream destinations. So I wanted to kind of just chat with you a little bit about the the food scene out there because I'm going to I'm definitely going to go there before the end of this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's totally um, it's totally cutting edge. It's awesome. Eclectic places, lots of farm to table restaurants, um, really awesome, just all, all over eclectic and cool foods. Um, the food scene is just really unmatched, I think for such a, you know, sort of smaller town. So city. Can you tell me about the Nashville hot chicken sandwich? Cause I've never had one there. I've just had them here. I love um, them by the I, way. I, I know it's a sin, but I have never really even had one. I know that's terrible. It's, <laughs> no, it's all, not. Um, it's not terrible. That's kind of like, <laughs> I hate to say this when people talk about Cubans sandwiches in Tampa. I like a Cuban sandwich, but it's not something I wake up and just want to go eat. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I love bread yeah. and salami and all that stuff, but I'm more of a pizza girl. <laughs> but yeah. When yeah. People ask me pizza. that question, though, all the time. Like, what's your favorite Cuban? And I always have a hard time answering it because I don't know. They haven't really stood out for me. I have a couple of favorites, but I understand what you mean by that. But yeah. Nashville hot chicken it's sandwiches, oh, I try them all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard the best things about it. <laughs> oh, there's actually a wonderful place in Tampa called the Hatchery, which is on Dale Mabry, just a little bit north of Kennedy, right next to the Brass Tap. They have a fantastic Nashville hot chicken sandwich, which they have a special deal every Friday for like $6 and I had it about a month ago, and it was it was awesome. I have to say, they do a great job. Well, that's awesome. I will have to check that out. Oh, you know me. Anything you need, like anything spicy food or pizza, I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely help you out. I love it. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to really, again, thank you for taking the time. Um, I was really impressed when I met you and your mother last week. You guys just... You could just really see the passion in what you were doing. And I loved just seeing your little individual charcuterie boards. And I can't wait to incorporate them into some projects I have coming up in the future. I really appreciate it. So let everyone know where they can find you on social media so they can give you a follow. Yeah, absolutely. I already said this, but let's Um, hear it again. (laughs) Yeah. So please follow us on, um, on Instagram. We are at Cork and Board Tampa. Uh, we just launched our website, corkandboardtampa.com, and you can sign up for our newsletter, and that way you can really stay ahead of all of our events that we're doing everywhere in Tampa and surrounding. And then we also have a Facebook page if you're interested in that, too, if you're more on Facebook. So. Absolutely. And that's just Facebook, Cork and Board Tampa. Right. And you and I briefly talked about an event you're collaborating on in May with um, Roman Fig. And I will definitely share that on my new Instagram, which is Tracy Forks Around Town. That's going to be an amazing event. I can't wait to go and just enjoy that night. It sounds really incredible. So I'll definitely share a link to purchase tickets and everything because I know you're a part of it. And Christina from PRP Wines is going to be a good event. Yes, it's going to be fantastic. Definitely check that out. Well, thank you again for taking the time. I appreciate you joining me today. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And for those of you in Tampa Bay, we are doing another event um, in South Tampa at the Dignitary Cafe towards the end of May. I'll be sharing a link to buy tickets. You can also find that link and any information on um, PRP Wines Tampa on Instagram or at Tracy Forks Around Town or at Dignitary underscore Cafe 
we'll be having um, ticket sales coming up shortly after the first part of May, and you definitely don't want to don't want to miss it. We had a great time last weekend, and we can't wait to do it again. So, thank you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, Olivia. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. All right, guys. And we'll chat with you next weekend. Don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download your podcasts. Thanks, guys. This is a Live Bold and Boss Up Quick Fix on Radio Influence. This week, we're chatting about how to remember anything we realize like talking to people, some people have been in situations where they, they just meet someone and they say their name and instantly they can't remember their name. Or you know, have you ever tried to recall important facts while you're in a meeting or, you know, trying to share a story with someone and you can't remember those details all the time. Right. <laughs> so we're like, we're sick of that. So we're like, okay, we need to find some hacks or tips or whatever to try to remember these, these things. Right. I think that's important. Um, in meetings, whenever you're meeting people in life in general, I mean, as we get older too, I feel like our memories fade a little bit. Mm -hmm. So having some tips that will help you remember no matter what you're doing, I think would be great. Live bold and boss up with Stephanie Marchese and Ashley Jiraki can be found on Apple podcast, Stitcher, tune in Google podcast, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com.